I'm your man Edward Shelton from Starting Over Podcast, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. This is Swag Nito with Clicks TV, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is Skylar from Generation Clicks, and you're listening to Dial H. Hashtag ain't shit going on. Ain't shit going on? Ain't shit going on. Sounds like there ain't shit going on. That's what I heard. I heard there ain't shit going on. I heard this is episode 132, Dollar Your Hero Clicks. Where'd you hear that kind of shit? The best goddamn Hero Clicks podcast on the planet. I can't say podcast. I don't know. That's a bold statement. But I can say Hero Clicks podcast. Welcome, ladies and gents. Uh, I'm your host, Hunter Smith. Are we still kidding ourselves? We have female listeners? We have... One, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Your mother doesn't count, Hunter. I'm sure she quit after one too many dick jokes. Probably. Your, your <laughs> mother's a good Christian woman, and we soil her, her legacy. But. Uh, I'm Hunter Smith, your host. I'm joined by my cousin, Austin Smith, and Mr. Drew Alderson, sexiest man on planet Earth. Fucking hungry. How you guys He's doing? He's over in the Kit Kat. He's over... Fucking... Yeah, what's give him on, a man? break, Hunter Smith. Give him a break. Hungry. All right, I'll give him a break. <laughs> So, the girl at the counter sold me on it. She was like, you know, the candy's cheap. I'm like, okay, you got it. Maybe she was, you know, meant some other kind of innuendo with that, and you just didn't even catch on to Drew it. Drew is a brick wall when it comes to innuendo. women are just throwing themselves at you. <laughs> He's so used to it. I just <laughs> bought the Kit Kat. It was more appealing than the girl. <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's rough. That ain't even... That's yeah. savage, bro. Um... As we were alluding to at the start of the podcast, there ain't shit going on. No news, really. Um, so what we're going to do is kick off Master Debate the right way because master you guys debate. sent in tons. We shut the door. You guys sent in tons of good Master Debates. We're going to do like... Yeah, shut the door, bitch. We'll do like three good ones and then we'll save the rest of her. Shut kick cat up your ass, but if I didn't know any better, I think that's exactly what you wanted. He knows. <laughs> save the rest for future episodes. Um, the only thing we could really talk about in news isn't particularly news, we but could, we could do a video game segment this week. Yeah, we're gonna we're definitely gonna talk about video games. What are we gonna, what video game are we gonna talk about? Whatever online want. one. No, it's like play. This week has been crazy for announcements for November. If you guys have not yet seen the entire spoiler collection, so it's like a poster for for new players. Every set used to get these collection posters back in the day. Long time ago. Uh, when was the last one they did of these? I want to say Secret Invasion. That's the last one I remember no, seeing. No, there's some ones newer than that. I want to mm. say Teen Titans. Sounds sounds like it might have. Been. Actually, I know there was because you remember that um, book I bought off of Ben Chung at Gen Con? Oh yeah, it did have It has... I think Spidey and Teen Titans posters in there. So I know at least those two. Anyway, they haven't done these for a few years. But um, they did do a little collector poster for Civil War. So you can go to Clicks Rules, or uh, you can go to feaheroclicks.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of Tumblr, but I do like his Tumblr because he only shares oh. Hero Click stuff. And he often spoils stuff pretty quickly. He does. He's on it. He's always been good for the community, but uh, we're 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 in for a pretty good set here, Hunter We are. That we got lots of figures that either haven't been spoiled yet, or God knows when the or sorry haven't been clicks yet, or God knows how long it's been since they've been clicks. 
I was really afraid this was going to end up being like Avengers Assemble 2.0, but they did a good job of hitting a lot of uh, sub-themes and crap like that that we haven't seen yet. Some examples of the obscure characters, Battlestar, Cold Blood, Silhouette, um, Patriot, we haven't gotten him for a while, I don't know if you consider him obscure. Um, Hulkling and Wiccan, haven't gotten them since Avenger set. Most of these figures we haven't gotten since the original first carded Avenger set, and that's because that set was also heavily based on Civil War. Yeah. Um, to go along with that sentiment, Goliath, uh, the uh, Atlas, I don't think was in the previous set, but he's in here. A new Taskmaster, Mach Four, Mach Four, Jester, Jack O' Lantern, figure we Jack O' Lantern, Radioactive Man, uh, Plunderer. <laughs> Almost all these neutral figures are pretty obscure. Namorita. Well, because those are the uh, new warriors, aren't they? Yeah, Coldheart, Goldbug, Micro, Stature. Speed Freak. Cobalt Man. Stature. Tigra, hopefully one better than the Age of Ultron one, or at least a better sculpt. Have we even ever got a stature? Yeah, the Avengers set had one. Ah, of course. Plunderer, Cobalt Man, um, and then the LEs and Grand Prize figures. Oh my gosh. I will say I, I wasn't going to collect much at all about of this set, especially the LEs, but damn, that Black Panther fucking creeping through the trees. Look at that son of a bitch. I know, still has Dude, the name, all of these are great. What are you talking Neymar about? Neymar sitting on a throne. I know, they're all sick. Well, except maybe for like Ragnarok. I don't care about Ragnarok. Me neither. Cloak and Dagger duo is really cool though. I'm happy to get a new one of those. Um, that Doctor Strange sculpt looks sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and even over on the other side, I mean, a new Sentry's great. Uh, freaking male Captain Marvel and then a weird-ass looking Punisher. I do think I might have to pick up a Sentry because I don't own a Sentry anymore. I sold the Chaos War one, which yeah. wasn't all that great How to can I with. play Dark Avengers now, Hunter, without well, Sentry? That's what I said. I'll pick up a Sentry. I love you. That, that's about it. Now so, kiss. <laughs> no. I, um, I'm pretty happy for all the people you who are... You doing that twice. <laughs> ...who are big fans <laughs> of these, these figures, uh, these characters, I should say. Um, hopefully you guys got a character that you thought maybe would never even ever get clicks. Cobalt Man. <laughs> I'm a huge Coldheart fan, and thank God. I'll be Actually, honest, I don't know either of those characters. Is Cobalt Man the person? Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Surprisingly Misting is like Speedball and Penance. Yeah. He's not even on there. Oh, that is true. We didn't get a Penance. But Penance was really big in uh, Dark Rain, which I was telling Hunter, I think, honestly, we might get some Dark Rain stuff in well, Superior Foes. he didn't exist until... Dark Rain because yeah. he caused as Speedball he caused Civil War. Yeah. Initially, I mean, if you really want to put it like that, he yeah, was, he was at I, least the big catalyst. But like, and then he, afterwards, he turned into Penance. I want a Speedball with a stop click that's called Kill the Chill. <laughs> Freaking. Well, there was that Nitro that basically had the power oh, yeah. where he caused the, the explosion. But anyway. I honestly think a dark a Dark Rain, even a full set, they could do a really good full set of Dark Rain. That was one of those uh, comic runs that we enjoyed, but most people did not. Yeah. We have a nice new setup now. We can all see everything. Like, we got double screens. Yeah. We're the fight games. Upgrading up here. Upgrading. Let me upgrade you, baby. The podcast studio has been upgraded. That's it for news. What? Ain't shit going on. We only get Joker's Wilds spoilers till like a week before the set comes out, and then three weeks after. Mm -hmm. I will talk about some what we played though. Okay, well, what did we play? Well, Austin and I had a 1,000 point anything goes tournament. Oh, yeah? I ran an animal themed team. Oh, God, I forgot about this one. So that I could um, 
play some of my favorite animals that I have yet, and then also a couple that I had yet to get to play, like Spider Ham. Um, it was a chance to play Animal Man again. I've never passed that up. Animal Man, so good. And my favorite figure of all time, Beast Boy. So my my team was an animal theme team. I had Monsieur Mala, mm-hmm. Beast Boy, Spider Ham, Animal Man, the Con the Conelli, Alyosha and Lizard. Uh, Spider-Ham, I think I already said Cap Wolf, and then the super rare from the comic set Rocket Raccoon. Um, pretty good, pretty damn good team. I was also playing Book because Book is a good combination with Alyosha and Lizard, and I had uh, had previously, as we talked about last episode, Austin smoked my ass the last time I played Book. Did you smoke so, his ass? I was I wanting a little revenge ass. this time. Like fucking put him in a Louisiana smoker behind a barbecue joint and served it to everybody, smoked his ass. So I didn't run split lip to make the book better, but the next best thing, in my opinion, Alyosha and Lizard. Because yeah. Goya Dokken really helps you make up for those lack of free actions. He sure does. And then Austin was running a <laughs> Foot Clan team. I, so all this, uh, I literally could not fit in at one picture, and he couldn't fit in one starting zone on the map. And being the genius I am, the map I chose was the basically Realm of Death redo. It it's was the, the Labyrinth, Labyrinth Wall. wall. Yeah. So, uh, what was even the point of the red battery here? Well, well like, it was actually really useful. It was a tap on, basically. Yeah. I had points to spend because someone didn't have enough feet ninjas for my dreams and aspirations. Well, excuse me. I literally had like over a dozen foot ninjas, but I still didn't have enough for Austin. So he ended up actually not. That's for your team. Your theme team wasn't actually foot. It was team and T villains. We yeah, you switched to team and T. Team and T villains. So who all did you have aside from like a dozen foot ninja? <laughs> I basically had like five of every variant of foot ninja, shredder. Um, but I ran Baxter, three of the single Mausers, and then the Mauser Swarm. Um, it was actually a really fun team. Um, the, they, and the super rare ca- uh, cartoon version of Baxter for any Oh yeah, the uh, fly monster one. Um, and he's really cool because he can carry multiple tinies, so he was able to carry those Mausers around, and since the uh, maze had a bunch of walls, they were able to chew through them and all that crap with their trait. Yeah, that was one... So the map came in to play very big in this matchup. Oh, yeah. Because um, as Austin was saying, he made good use of the Mauser abilities to, to break down some walls. But the way that the map was set out the corridors that you walk through are only two by two and some spaces three by three so that meant that basically austin had an entire the middle section of the map like if you drew a big rectangle a three by three uh three you know three tall and then like ten wide rectangle yeah it was full of foot clan ninjas it was basically the foot clan ninjas were a liquid and i was filling a beaker full of them but i had the book which provides quake yeah and Monsieur Mala and Rocket Raccoon, who both have energy, energy explosion. explosion. To be honest, I think had I picked a better map, I could have taken this match. It was it would have been rough. Okay, you keep telling yourself. No, that it was the map really did screw me. Yeah, well, you chose. It. I made the assumption that I could move through hindering, which was a terrible idea. And then I realized I was like, oh, I blew See, up that's walls. The thing about assumptions is you make an ass out of you. And option. And option. I, uh, I would blow up walls, and I was like, okay, well, I'll just move through here with my sidestep, and then... You were it, it worked. It just didn't it, work It well. wasn't a blowout. I mean, I, I lost, um, I lost Alyosha, Animal I lost Man. the Lion, I lost the Animal Man, 
Um, and it was you got lizard down the. He kept going after lizard, which you never go after lizard. He just doesn't die. He's not gonna, if I got him on his last click. He got him on his last click, and then again back to his second to last click. But I'm telling you, um, the you can't nun, kill him. Out of all the Foot Clan ninjas, the Nunchaku ones were freaking ridiculous. The Nunchaku, yes, that's yeah. what they. That's what their dial says. Um, it's uh, nunchucks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the, it's one token per hit, which was nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, the I want to say it was is it the katana ones that get blades exploit or blades reroll or something? It's like um, that? it's I was gonna say those ones were good, or maybe I'm confusing two of them. We can pull them up, but the ones that you had that did they had flurry and it was penetrating. Uh, those were the side. Yeah, those yeah, guys side ones were amazing. My face. Um, the lie. thing the thing in general was when I did my damage with these guys, it was in bursts. And that was what was really good against your team was you had a lot of that healing and stuff with the Steel Energy book and the free attacks and all that crap like that. But um, when I'd get three ninjas up and all of them would land their hits, like, it was murder. Um, it was like murder. It was. Um, <laughs> I think this team could have benefited with a better support base. I could have done without Baxter. If I was willing to throw away the theme team part of it, I could have done some crazy shit with these ninjas. Shredder was pretty good. Oh yeah, Shredder was with pretty this good. big a team. He kept healing and um, I gave him sniper rifle too, which giving him ten range was kind of hilarious. But once again, the map really didn't let me take advantage of that. Um, I actually want to play the uh, con exclusive Shredder with this team, the car bomb Shredder, because mm-hmm. I could definitely see where he'd be super useful now. So uh, here comes Drew Alderson's what we played. What you play, buddy? Uh, Played the two events. One of them was like a, a 600 point theme team. You had to have a theme team. I played uh, all new figures because I just got them. You know, I was excited. Uh, I played Sabretooth and Wild Child. Nice. Uh, you know, I played uh, Quicksilver. I played the Super Rare. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Beat. No, not Beast. Uh, Cyclops the Rare, the one who can uh, take tokens off of anyone within range the, with his leadership. Is that the black suit one? Yeah, it's the rare. I think he's the only figure in the entire set I still need. Omega Red? Aside from the chases. And Omega Red. God, we bought so many boosters trying to get Omega... Sorry, continue. I have like three, I can give you one. Son of a bitch. Or Kitty Pride. it only took us like four... I have like eight four, of her. It was four cases before I, we saw a single Kitty Pride. Really? Yeah. I have, the, I have both. The, it was funny. I have both. We pulled two of the primes before we pulled one of the uncommons. I played Pixie, who I think is fucking awesome. I can't wait to play her. She's super good. Um, uh, who else? Uh, it was an X Men theme team, so Cyclops. Oh, I played Iceman, the new uh, super rare, and uh, played someone else. I don't remember who. Oh well, who cares? <laughs> you got the with the Phoenix Force. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so it was. That, Phoenix Force I, Iceman seems counterintuitive. I, like he would just light on fire and he'd die. <laughs> it was uh, it was super dumb because I just killed everyone. Like they had resources too. The Phoenix Force is the dumbest resource. Me and Hunter have talked about that. The Phoenix Force just it's you have still to, underrated to this day. I mean, even we really didn't. Under, we kind of underrated it initially when yeah. it came out. It's just. So it's, good. it's the fact that you can get partially off the ground with it without having any wait for any setup, mm-hmm. and then all it takes is like one or two clicks, and when you get to your last figure, that figure is all of a sudden freaking godlike. It's clicks. just that it's 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 providing too many things. Oh, I remember who it was to 50. ever not be useful. Yeah, uh, my last piece was fifty point sunfire. The 
Oh, yeah, yeah. The he's good too. He has pulse wave in it. Yeah. Besides the pulse wave. I gave everyone uh, a thing besides um, besides Sunfire and Pixie. Everyone a shard. So I started on charge plus one attack and uh, combat reflexes or toughness. Oh, it's toughness. But yeah, and like I got so many attacks out with Quicksilver having flurry and um, Sabretooth having flurry and. Um, yeah, it's just like I, I was getting like further in the dial. punches everywhere. And I was killing people left and right, and it was just like, this thing is dumb. Yeah, I honestly, the last time I played the Phoenix Force, I had forgotten how good it was when you get it off the ground and rolling, and holy shit, like, it's it snowballs you really bad if you get up there. So in our sec- awesome now second game, I actually played two of the figures that you played. I played the Super Rare Iceman and Super Rare Quicksilver. Yeah. And then I basically played a... Uh, and then I played uh, Scarlet Witch, super rare, and all three of those figures had clicks effect spaces with them. So I also played the um, uncommon Days of Future Past Wolverine, who I've had for an eternity and always wanted to play and never had the chance. So I ended up playing him this oh, time. Yeah. I put X twenty three's little blade token on just so I can so everybody can have a cute little. Yeah, clicks. you gotta have a nice little cute clicks. So that was the X Men team, and then Austin's team was a Weapon X. Weapon X. I ran the uh, Omega Red. The main set did. Who's Omega Red? Was it? Uh, it was Jake's. Uh, can you get your own Omega Red? No. I do. You understand how many boosters I've bought? I still have to see the damn Omega Red. I have got three. I literally have. Three. I will love you forever because that figure is amazing. I love that figure. He was pretty. He's, good. he's really good. Um, I ran the main set Deadpool at half dial. Um, the new. Wolverine in brown suit. Um, I thought it was Dokken, and then Hunter pointed out that it was actually Logan. It's the uncommon yeah. Wolverine. It's he's Logan. pretty cool. He gains the tokens that he takes off to heal as he takes damage and stuff like that. He's pretty good. And if he's... he dies with three, he can come back, right? He stops yeah. on the last And play, he's yeah. going to get three. He's got like eight clicks. Yeah. And then uh, X-23, the main set one, which is amazing. I'm definitely going to play that figure again in the future. Um, she's just got such a good combination of abilities. So, the reason I really like Omega Red is he gives Weapon X a combo... Weapon X doesn't have a ton of range access outside of, like, Deadpool. Um, He gives you this three-range grab place where you can just pull an enemy away from all his allies, bring him out of line of sight of all his support and everything, and just have all these characters with blades and flurry tear into him. And then on top of that, he's got poison, he's got the built-in steel energy... um, just a great figure overall. I really enjoyed playing him. Um, he's super thematic, which I love. I love playing a piece and just right there, like you know, this is Omega Red. Um, so it was a it was a good example of the new uh, Giant Reach abilities going fitting like, like playing out real well. And it's and the thing that playing him kind of reminded me. I want a really good Mister Fantastic that's in the same vein, kind of the grab oh, people and reposition them. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, sure you do. Um, the Wolverine was good. The X-23's damage output was absurd. And uh, the, other, uh, the other event I played was uh, Avengers Assemble Draft. I, and I ended up winning it and getting a Steve Rogers chase. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. The Nova Steve Rogers? Yeah. So my Steve Rogers... I'm not even a Captain America fan, and I think I own all the modern Steve Rogers now. Because <laughs> I got, I got the, the Nick Fury one from a draft. I got the Chase one from a draft. I got... <laughs> They just own them all for some reason. So uh, what what did you think of Iceman and Quicksilver, Drew? Because Iceman particularly was just nuts in Austin and Ice game. They're both insanely meta playable. Um, I, Iceman more so than Quicksilver. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
But I think if the right thing comes out, Quicksilver can also be insanely... Like, Quicksilver for his point values is a fucking... I fully agree. He's a fucking monster. Um, Like, it's... The thing that breaks him is that he's 75 points and he has he's a hypersonic guy with flurry and he's got three damage. He doesn't have two damage. He's got three damage. I'll tell you what hurts him, though. He does not ignore hindering right. on movement. He doesn't ignore jack on movement. You're right, but if you... And it came into play on Austin and I's game. But if, if you you're pick, running him with the Phoenix Force that gave him flight... This is true. Yeah. <laughs> but if you... Um, if you give him, like, if you play on the right map, or if you, like, like, I don't know, it's just very, um, I think he's really good. As for Iceman, Iceman's bonkers, all he needs is willpower, and mm-hmm. he's insane. Well, he did. Green Lantern, I mean, perhaps. In Austin and I's game, um, we played on that new bridge map. Which, which I'd like is to talk about a bit when we get through. Fucking sick. Okay. Yeah. I That's hate the new old favorite bridge. map automatically. I hate the old That's bridge. That's because the old bridge bored. sucks. I love it. The new one though. Oh, but I admit that it's a bad map. It's I a love really bad map. <laughs> I absolutely love the new one though. So the difference between the new one and the old one, number one is the bridge is elevated up to two. So the water is actually down a level. And there's ladders that go down the side to little like strips. Mm-hmm. So like I was playing a primarily melee team, I was able to move up, drop off the side, and hide up, hanging down, and then come up and. And attack. it did screw me because I had planned on shooting him as he approached, and yeah. I wasn't able yeah. to. There's also repositioned blocking and hindering, and the middle is a killing field basically. There's nothing, mm-hmm. so it gives you a way to position without being like the total slaughter fest the old one was for ranged teams basically as for uh, Scarlet Witch I think she's really overrated um, I can't speak to it because she died instantly yeah. Omega Red grabbed her and slammed her over his head and she was dead she she dies quickly and her her ability is cool but it's also like super I don't know uh, Actually, another before we leave the topic of the bridge another uh, good thing about the bridge is because it's two and then one on two in the middle, one on the side, you can be knocked off and fall into the water and take two damage, which, which I, I think is really, really cool and thematic too. I always thought that's how it should have been. I was gonna say uh, this is a good opportunity to talk about the clicks effects bases too, since yeah. we talked about them a little bit afterwards. So my team was running three of them. Um, Scar. So in Austin and Nice game, I, I tried to keep Scarlet Witch in the back a little bit, but because yeah. of the way that the map is situated. Austin did a good job approaching, keep me from being able to really retaliate. And because three of my four figures didn't have willpower, I decided yeah. not to push and go after him. The, the last thing I wanted to do was rush Quicksilver in there, leave him kind of close, and then Omega Red slingshot him back into the... Fire. And that's exactly what I was waiting... I wanted the opportunity to do that. I, I mean, the gang raping that would have befallen him so I just decided to essentially sacrifice Scarlet Witch I left her out in the open as bait Austin took it destroyed her instantly and then I was able to control the match and clean up from there so I didn't really get to use her clicks effects I didn't get to use her clicks effects Um, I will say that I agree with Drew that it doesn't seem super useful Iceman's however was very useful yep he in general as a figure like after I took out, I took out Omega Red first. I didn't want him to get all vampire yeah, crazy. He gets vampire crazy, freaking twelve four. And after that, like Iceman alone, really was able to 
slow down team Austin, the entire team, and I didn't even have a way to provide Iceman willpower. That's what I kept thinking. I said, like, can you imagine if I had willpower right now and I could just every turn be locking your whole team? This would be ridiculous. Yeah, and that was what was crazy about it was, like, I had three figures, and Iceman basically kept those three figures from doing anything while Quicksilver just ran around punching everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, it was... And Quicksilver's Quicks effects is super good too. It is because he can get in. Uh, say he say he gets tiki 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 tk out <laughs> one time. Yeah, he can he, he can move like one square, leave his base in there, and then run all the way back to the starting zone. And for the rest of the game, just depending on what's going on, he can hit from that square. You know, just sit there and flurry from there. It's pretty useful, and then if if and when you need to reposition it later, you can. I think it'd be super good on maps like the Labyrinth Wall map and stuff oh, like that. Oh, definitely. He'd be really good on that map. God, that'd be so annoying. <laughs> that Wolverine was fucking nuts, too. Yeah. Like, basically, Austin and I's Wolverine just had a one-on-one slugfest, and mine was healing faster than his, essentially, is what it came down to. Well, because the way mine heals is that it's a percentage of the damage he's taken, whereas yours was actually using... If he has two tokens, he can use regen as a free action, is yeah. what his is, uh, trait is. But on top of that, he just dishes out good damage. He, he's a, and he has willpower, and yours did not, so that's yeah. part of it, too. Yours had to push. But, uh, it was a good... It was a fun match. It was. I definitely want to try Iceman again. I definitely I, want to get that map. I had planned on... Um, I have one, so if you ever want to play it. Um, I had planned on selling Iceman. Really? Yeah, just because he's worth like 30 bucks or so. And I I think his value is going to go up. I don't think he has anywhere he to go but up. Um, um, he's he's going to be placing in rocks like nuts. He's definitely not going down. Um, so, But after I played him, I was like, ooh. I really, really enjoyed this figure. I might actually keep it. <laughs> so, overall, do you think the Clicks Effects system is a good one? It's is what a, I wanted to kind of discuss. I like it. Uh, it it's, it's a gimmick, but it's cool. When you say gimmick, do you mean a gameplay gimmick or a gimmick by WizKids to like sell more, like a selling point type thing? A selling point? Okay, I agree on that. I can agree with I, I think as a... As a gameplay mechanic, I think it works. As a gameplay mechanic, it's cool. Austin and I were talking about it afterwards, and I was like, you know, I really liked it because it just provides a nice visualization. Of, right. It, it's easier it makes to you feel like up. you're superheroes too. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> it, it All I want is to be a superhero. <laughs> I mean, come on! It's part of the thing is that we're playing little superhero figures. It helps you keep up with things much, much easier, and provides a little less of things that are off the board. To right. keep track of, and that's what we should be striving for in this game, really. Formerly, it would be okay, Scarlet Witch would put the Hex token on Quicksilver's card, and you'd put a poker token or a dice on there. Now, when I look at my Iceman and he has the pink thing behind him, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I just rolled an 11. You mean that's the dildo? Free. Yeah. <laughs> and then freaking. But the thing was, there were all kinds of conflicts with when you get into multiple tokens on characters, where they probably couldn't do that from a design perspective because, like, Oh, do I have a... Is it Dr. Phosphorus that puts poison tokens or some crap on people, or... No, his is penetrating poison. Do you know what figure I played against? Rex Mason. <laughs> no, I haven't heard that. Nobody, Nobody plays Rex... Oh, Scott, it's Scott. Scott played Rex Mason, and he actually did some damage. It's not a bad figure, by any means. He used to be pretty solid back when he came out. His values are pretty... <laughs> pretty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wait, the Batman Rex Mason? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that figure. Uh, didn't they reprint him in Trinity War? Yeah, they did. His name's uh, Element Man in the in yeah. yeah. Rex, but but anyways, yeah. So far, first initial thought is I like the Clicks Effects 
system. Um, and I'm interested to see what happens with Spidey and how they do them. In Especially the all those web markers, Hunter. We're going to have so many. Probably, yeah. We'll have like four different version of web markers. The only, the only thing I do hate, I was telling Austin this, is that the only way to get the fire one would be to pull the chase sunfire, which is a little retarded. But, but as I was telling him, with WizKids' love for reprinting things, yeah, I can't see them not out. making the fire one over and over again. Yeah. That chase sunfire is so cool. Yeah, I, I destroyed him with Sabretooth and Wildchild. Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, I pulled the Magneto chase out of my third booster, pretty much. I told you I was going to do it, and that's yeah. what I did. He did buy a lot of boosters in the end, though, before he... Yeah. I just don't... I just want one, one time for him to just get fucked. <laughs> I just want one... To be fair, the first time I did... The first time I dove into Uncanny, I did get fucked pretty bad. Like, it, I broke even after buying a, way more than I planned on. But... Broke even is not getting fucked, Austin. I don't know. It might be for your luck. Opening, but... like, six shitty rares in a row is pretty What What shitty rares? Like I don't remember, but I, I hit Malice. Games. I hit uh, Malice is a super rare. Oh uh, yeah, but I but she's worth less than some of the rares. Yeah, that's true. You did hit like three or four Malice. Cameron, yeah, I hit Cameron Hodge or What's whatever. What's wrong with Cameron Hodge? I don't care. He's, a, he's okay as a figure, yeah. but he ain't worth. He no ain't worth shit. He's he worth like three no trade money. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I the, like the the this, figures that are worth value on the super rare slot are all the X Men. Yeah, this set's got a lot of weird shit in it, and but Cronies. at the same time, I do kind of like it. Speaking of which, that beast is fucking broken as fuck. He I is. Said, he is ridiculously broken. Let me just outwit everything within four squares. No fucking line of fire. Get out of here. Does he have defenders? And he's hard to hit and kill. Yes. Does he have Illuminati? Damn it. Yeah. They still haven't given us a beast with Illuminati. Because no one likes the Illuminati. They technically don't exist anymore because of... Shut up. Because of Cap. Because of Cap being a cat. No fun police here to ruin your comic book. Heard you guys are playing with your finny gun over here. <laughs> hey, let me try my hand at that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that kid who freaking like pops your football and then just goes home and it's like... <laughs> Alright, let's get this mail back here. So we can get out here and eat some Zaxby's. That's right, this podcast sponsored by Zaxby's. As much as we fucking spend there, they ought to just give us some... I still haven't eaten there. I went with you guys the first time, and then I gotta try to resist it for my diet this time. Finger licking and finger dicking, as I said the other day. It's, oh my god, it makes me wanna just... mm. Chris Breton says, hey guys, I know it's been a while since I wrote it, wrote in. Yeah, Chris, what the fuck? <laughs> but I thought I had some pretty good questions this week, so maybe you can just answer these outright or use them for master debate. He does have one I'm going to say for master debate. Uh, if you could take the role of your favorite fictional character, what would you do in their storyline than what the character actually did? Well, I'd do about ten times as much banging of his hot secretary, personally. Hey, Tony. <laughs> well, Yeah. Oh, yeah! Come on! I mean, Pepper Potts is like freaking second hottest redhead in the universe. Uh, it's behind Jean Grey. I, I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> Drew, if you could redo the role of Bruce Willis in Die Hard, okay. what would you do differently? I wouldn't go to fucking Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> not fair, it's not Nakatomi, not. Oh, God, that episode of Bob's Burgers is great. Hunter, if you were in the role of Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando... I don't even remember what happens in Commando. Kindergarten Cop. Oh, God. (laughs) 
I would have gotten checked for tumors at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer kills everybody. As someone who's had it, who told you who could eat my cookies? Who told you who could eat my cookies? <laughs> my cookies. Good old movie. In a Noah's Ark type scenario, you're told you can only bring three hero clicks to play with for the rest of time. I'm not bringing hero clicks. I'm <laughs> stop you there. No more hero clicks will ever be made. Which three do you bring? Alright, I'll, I'll humor you. Is Sabretooth and Wildchild gonna make this list? They're so fucking good, I think they might. There you go. Invincible Iron Man, number one Iron Man. That's like, that's choice. been the best, best straightforward Iron Man we've gotten, I think, with all the point values and everything. You get it, you get three each. Um, Sabretooth and Wildchild, Faust, and... God, if you didn't say Faust, I was gonna be bad. Still got a hard on for Faust, eh? Who doesn't have a hard on for Faust? <laughs> I still haven't played them yet. I have them now, but I still haven't played them. Um, Invincible Iron Man War Machine Prime, because that's the best War Machine we've gotten by miles and miles and miles. Hmm. Got a third figure. Uh, let's go Black Panther SR from AOU. I really like that yeah. figure. I know. I thought about. I thought about saying him for one of my three. Hmm. The sculpt's just so sick. I know it is. I don't know if tree, tree Black Panther will be as good, but it looks pretty good. <laughs> Alright, well, I'll, I'll rattle off. I know at least two of them without a doubt. I'm, the third one, I'm not entirely sure. My my first one is sort of a cheating answer to this question, and that is Beast Boy. Because <laughs> that might mean that I get to bring all my Beast Boys. Nope, he didn't say sideboards. <laughs> this, is like when your, this is like when your mom is like... <laughs> I'm wishing for more wishes. <laughs> you can only bring one toy, Andrew. You're trapped on a deck. You bring a box. A nesting egg doll full of GI Joes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, you're trapped on an island. Can only take one thing. Well, I'll take a first aid kit. That's like fifty. Think that's cheating. Um, my second one would be War Star. My third one, I'm not. That's harder. Cause I have like I I would say Lieutenant Gordon, but the thing about Lieutenant Gordon is you have to play him with other police or Gotham City people, or he's not yeah. very good. Well, then why don't you make all three of them Gotham City or police people? I'm going to say... Just take a, I'll take Trinity War Batman. Ah, oh, you son Batman. of a bitch! That's exactly what I was going to say. I don't want to be trapped on the same arc that Hunter's on if he brings Trinity War I'm going to bring Trinity War Batman, Because I'll throw that fucker overboard. I'm going to make Trinity War Batman. Look at I'll, I'll be the weevil to your Yugi. I'll throw your Trinity War Batman overboard. Number three, do you think this... What a dick, by the way. He was such an asshole. I would have beat the shit out of him. Fucking the fact that Joey Wheeler they didn't let him beat the shit out of him was just like Brooklyn fucking rage. <laughs> yeah, where was that Brooklyn rage at that moment? Where was that Brooklyn? They were too busy rage. staring off into the distance in disbelief as the episode ended. <laughs> do you think that sculpts of figures actually increase sales? I I would yeah. definitely say they do. They they're a factor, I think. I think they're a very mild factor. I think they're a factor. I don't think they like They don't no. change your opinion of whether you're gonna Buy a brick of a set. Right. Yeah. yeah. The characters is what controls that. Yeah, I could the see that. I could see that. If you buy a booster, if you're one of those where you're like, oh, I might buy a booster too, and then you open it up and you and they look nice, then you might buy. You might be like, oh, let's buy one or two, or next week I'll buy another one. But I don't feel like they make your decision that you are going to yeah, set out and buy. Like if if I walk yeah. by and I see 
a couple decent sculpts on yours. I don't know. I still that still is not going to convince me to. Yeah, it's like buy the set. Let's rewind. They it's like the, icing on the cake. Yeah, right. the I Age think. of Ultron Black Panther. I love that sculpt and everything. I'm not going to go buy freaking Age of Ultron boosters till I hit him. Exactly. Yeah, but I'll be happy as hell when I pull him because that sculpt's cool as shit. All right. Unlike every Batman sculpt ever. All right. So this next question, half of it, we're just going to answer right out. He says, "What's the single most useful and least useful power, respectively? Least useful is lead climb. Lead climb. Number one. What's the? <laughs> what is the most useful? That is a hard, hard dick. I mean, hard, hard subject. I think. Oh man. I think it's between outwit and a combo of pinsai exploit. For me, it's between invincible and pulse wave. Oh, I guess Pulse Wave. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Pulse, pulse wave. wave. Yeah, I think Pulse Wave as well. Pulse Wave's keen. I changed my vote. <laughs> I think Invincible is a close second, though. It's a really good power. Also, Hypersonic's pretty good. Um, I don't miss the days of everyone having 14 Hypersonic. This is true. Well, thanks to Quicksilver, they're back. Five, <laughs> do you though. think? do you guys think that there's ever a future where a figure can outwit traits? Well... There are... Is it, isn't there... No, there's no... no. I think the problem is... I started to say, uh... The cop from the gravity feed of Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Shit, what is his name? He can outwit team abilities is who I was thinking of. John He's, something. Now it's gonna bug me. I'm gonna John Stamos is in here who clicks everybody. I think the problem is it's too outside... John Redcorn? John Blake, I think is John his name. Redcorn. Does John Blake sound right? I think it's John Blake. Yeah, you got really southern there for a second, Hunter. John Blake, am right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's John Blake. I don't know it's, if outwitting traits is a good thing. I don't either. It's not. I, I think it's a bad idea. I mean, to be honest, it's not. It's the problem is you would be able to remove too much. Pulse wave already ignores traits. Yeah. I think that's good enough. I'm gonna agree. I think traits are such a big part of characters that to gut a trait John Blake, there he is. removes a lot of playability out of a figure. Can use that with but can only counter team abilities as a Yeah, there's a lot of figures that do that actually now. He was the first that I remember though. Yeah. He was the first. What was your favorite cartoon during the nineties? Jesus Christ. It's easy. Teenage Mutant Ninja Swat Cats. Oh wait a minute. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is more of an eighties cartoon. Wait a minute. minute. And Batman Animated Series. That was in the 90s. Wasn't it? Or was it 2000s? Oh, fuck. I can't remember. Let's look it up. That's the best cartoon ever, so. Batman Animated Series was 90s. I think it was, but I just want to double check. Only 9 out of 10 IMDb. Go fuck yourself. It's the best show ever. 1992 to 1995. Okay, yeah. So, Batman Animated Series for sure. Or 1990. Yeah. Um, Those were the heydays of The Simpsons. So that's something to think. No, I didn't watch The Simpsons much back then. We weren't allowed to watch that stuff. I had to watch good, healthy Christian programming like Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> God. My dad loves Ren and Stimpy, and I'm like, you are the most... I don't know. <laughs> um, Fast, ass backwards. <laughs> can't, watch, can't watch Simpsons or South Park for adult content, but for some reason he never noticed any of the lewdness of Ren and Stippy and thought it was hilarious. Only 90s kids will get this joke. <laughs> if you're a true 90s kid, you'll understand this <laughs> reference. Hey, Austin, are you a 90s kid? Let me tell you something. Remember when little life was so much better back in the 90s, Drew? It was just we were young. 
for being like our parents. He also says keep doing what you're doing, except Austin. And I think he knows what I'm talking about. No, I don't know what he's talking about. And that scares me even more because now I think he's watching me at all times. His last question we're going to say for Master to be. Brother Ness says, questions and crap. Hi there, fine gentlemen. As we know, the state slash provincials, provincials championship dates and places have been announced and I'm having a bit of trouble making a team. This will be the first rock I've ever been to. I really want to use Nick Fury Super Rare Steve Rogers in my team. Any tips or advice you guys could give would be useful. This is the team I thought of so far. Nick Fury Super Rare we'll Steve Rogers. Okay, the one who gives energy shield to everybody. The, and he also gives prob. And he also is a, just a really good figure in general. I do like that figure a lot. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about him with uh, Ricky the other day, weren't we? Yep. It was him. We were talking about yeah. <clears throat> Stee. Oh, oh Stee. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, oh, he I guess didn't spell Steve, oh, sir. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. All right. So we got Stevie, baby. Yeah. And then we got uh, Agent Coulson. I do love that rare Agent Coulson. It's a good-ass figure. He's, he's not bad. He's pretty good. I would, he, I was, I think I talked about him on the podcast when I played. I actually played those these two figures together, and I remember saying, like, I was very pleasantly surprised with Agent Coulson. Okay, so you got 225 there. That's Is that the Agent Coulson I used to wreck Thanos? Or what did I use the fact that... No, yeah, was, he was on that team, yes. Yeah. General Lane. Mm-hmm. Good figure. Very good figure. And 007 Shield Recruit. So I'm guessing this is a soldier theme team. And a Shield Level 7 ID with the Secret Avengers ATA on Steven Coulson. And Balls of Fury on the sideline. Oh, so he calls in Balls of Fury with the level 7 card. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. Show so much I pay attention to them though. So, a 300 point uh, soldier theme team. If you guys can think of any way to improve the char- or replace the characters, let me know. Well, here's the thing. Here is the thing. Steve's super good. He is, but he he's much he. You really get the most out of his points when you play him. The the bigger the point value of the event, right. the better he is. In 400 uh, modern no tactics, he, oh, he would be super good. Yeah. He would have been, uh, he would have been fucking spectacular. I do think though. Um, I was gonna say I do think that the fact he grants an adjacent character energy shield, he has enhancement, he has shield TA, all that stuff does work really well with that um, Nick Fury though. Okay, so when is states? But that Nick Fury is only going to come out one turn. Yeah. yeah. That's what that's what I'm going to think about. So really, the more important question is how well does he synergize with Coulson? If you ask me, because Coulson's your secondary. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Coulson, Coulson's pretty good. And Coulson does lack willpower. willpower. Yeah. And that's really one of his only bad things. I mean, he Coulson's a running shot. His attack power gives him energy explosion, psychic blast, but he's a ten three. He has enhancement and leadership. When he succeeds, he can remove an action token from up to two friendly characters that share a keyword with him. Here is something to note. Huh. And because this kind of triggered my memory. Jake had asked me a question this past week about leadership. Because there was always kids rolling on this. And he had asked, he was um, 
I can't remember the figure now, but it essentially had a power that said when this character uses leadership, it can clear action tokens. It can instead clear action tokens off any character within so many squares. It was Cyclops from Uncanny X-Men. He was saying, does that mean that the character he clears a token off of can be more points than him? And I said no, no. because they typically would always used to always say. Um, the word regardless of point value is yeah. what they usually put and so then I went and double checked and looked it up afterwards and I'm right and, yeah. and in <laughs> fact they all well and, sorry like that. it's been <laughs> it's that, been mixed a but bit. they just recently actually hard ruled on Leonardo hard yeah hard ruled Leonardo that's what I that's how I confirmed that I was right because when I when I did the search it had just popped up that same uh, that morning that I was looking at. But it did bring up an interesting point, though. That means Leonardo can't leadership the normal turtles. Exactly. He which... can only lead. Well, he the super rare Leo can't leadership off the other rares and super yeah. rares. He could only leadership off the common fifty point version, which is weird. Um, but a lot of people were talking about it. it. Led to the discussion of they wonder if when they do the rules redo, if leadership will now be equal to or less than. Mm. Which I could totally see. I don't think that's. I agree. I think it should thematically. It even should. Like, yeah. What's the difference whether they cost, you know what I mean? They cost yeah, the same it's amount. one point difference. Is Cyclops a better X-Men than Wolverine? Fuck no. Fuck Cyclops. Scott Summers go. But he can have leadership and he... Beta Summers know, over here. Beta Summers. Letting By the way, that Cyclops is really good. Letting Angel make out with his girlfriend right in front of him and doesn't even say anything. Maybe he's into both, alright? Just let him party, fuck. <laughs> this, I, I like the 80s. <laughs> I like the team. I, I think it's worth trying. I think it's worth testing. Oh, it's definitely worth testing, I think. Uh, um, I do think the problem is, though, you're doing the whole one cannon shot thing, which the, these kind of setups are really risky. If, if Nick Fury comes out, let's just say you get super unlucky. Let's say you crit miss, or you just miss. It states any, before after rotation. Before or after? I have no idea. What's General Lane do exactly again? He is uh, people with the soldier keyword that would or something. Tries to kill Superman. Oh, well, just a Jason friendly character skit. The Superman. only thing I would almost say. So that grants outwit for your team. One of the alternate things I would consider doing if I were. Now, thinking, he can, by the way, clear axe tokens off higher point. Oh. Uh, soldiers. See, this is where. And Steve has leadership as well. Yeah. And Steve, when he leaderships you, gives you prob control that turn, it's which it. helps Coulson and the shield recruit. Because I think that's the... Okay, the shield recruit's the tie-up one. Because the problem I, w- I would see is that if you're going to rely on a glass cannon and take that one shot with Nick Fury, hoping to just destroy their high point figure, you really need to have some good prob support or some good perplex to try to ensure you get that hit. I, I agree with... I, I get what Austin's saying, and I kind of agree with it. With General Lane's General Lane's police, police helps... And if you hit that leadership and Steve gave you prob, then you're good to roll. I mean, you're yeah. you got all this enhancement. You do got, you got a lot of enhancement, but you're going to be weak to energy explosion yourself. You're going to be weak to poison. You're going to be weak to quake. The but the other thing I was saying though is with General Lane breaking the theme team, you won't have theme team props to work off of. Yeah, that's a good point. You're too. being forced into soldier instead because other than him, you got a shield. You have a shield theme, theme team. team right there. So it's something to at least look into. To see if there's a replacement for Lane that does a similar goal around the same point value or whatever. Um, yes. I like the team. I just I think that it's the kind of thing you're going to have to test a few times and see how consistent it is. He has two master debate topics. One of them we're going to save for the future because it's about the Civil War movie. The other one we'll talk about here in a moment. 
Speaking of such, Hunter, are you going to see that by the next podcast so we can talk about it before it's irrelevant? Um, probably can see it this coming weekend because I'm not on call. You've so seen it, right, Drew? I should be able to watch it's it. It's amazing, isn't it? All right, Davey Bosarch has a good email as well. Great show as always, Austin and gentlemen. Glad to hear comic talk. Is I heard Austin, and I was like, yay, and, and gentlemen, all. <laughs> you guys feel pretty much the same way I do about Dark Phoenix Saga. Like a lot of older comic stories, I found that it, it may not have aged perfectly, but it's still foundational for X-Men stories even today. I don't know if you guys are planning to do a sealed primer for old, uh, Uncanny X-Men, but I'd be curious to hear what each of your three favorite figures are from the set. I think it's a great set overall, and I'm excited for the direction that dial designs are trending. Between X-Men and Turtles, I'm drowning in awesome figures I need to play. I fully agree with that point. I think we got a lot of really good, low-point, powerful figures where you can play a full team for 300, and I like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, top three pieces out of this set. Um, I'm just happy we got a good Sunfire. Um, Sunfire's one of my... We got three Sunfires. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm happy we got a good Sunfire. Um... I like the uh, Omega Red, obviously. Um, third figure is kind of hard. It's always annoying when you get to the last one because all of a sudden, like, you feel the restriction. If we're going off, like, what are my favorite ones? Like, Iceman, X23. They're more my favorite characters. Uh, Beast. As far as what are good sealed picks, because that means typically when I look at sealed picks, I look at like yeah. common, uncommon, and maybe rares. Uh, I think Colossus is pretty damn good for 50 points. He is. He's a monster. For 50 points, he is. I mean, he's got an 18 Invincible for 50 points and charge and super strength. Um, and then he's got that whole new, all different X-Men thing, which you are going to be able to use the X-Men team ability in this set. Let's I think honest. that uncommon Wolverine would be crazy good. He is. But more importantly... Both Juggernauts are super They're good. They're insanely yes. good. If you pull a Juggernaut for Sealed, you play it. That's the end of the discussion. Uh, Jean Grey Uncommon's really good. Um, she is, yeah. I think I think both the Sabretooths are pretty solid, too. For they sure. are. Uh, um, Vanisher is really sweet um, because he's a really good carry for cheap points. Um, like, yeah, Vanisher's pretty good. He gets laid out prob too. Yeah. Um, Blockbuster's not bad. Um, is That's a 40 point unconditional carry. Like I mean like normally when you yeah, see you carry multiple characters it's certain symbols or certain yeah, words. Like, uh, that's, Vanisher's really good. That's pretty awesome. Um, John Greycrow. Um, also known as Scalper but they renamed him because of sensitivity which is Understandable in this case. John Greycrow is kind of nuts um, for 60 points. You, you give him a heavy object and he gets pinned side. Oh, wait, never mind. I'm thinking of someone else. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. He is pretty good, yeah. And he's got an 11 3 top dial. Yeah, for 60 points? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about him. He's yeah. the one who picks I'll up the that. objects, yeah. John Greycrow, pretty solid. Um, and for my last one, I'll go with. Uh, let's see here. I'll whip something out. <laughs> One of the five Magnetos. Actually, you know, yeah, the, the, the rare Magnetos. All the mags are good, and they all fit a particular job. The That's rare cool. Magneto, though, the one who gives ESD, pretty good. Uh, Will Holland had a good master debate topic. We're going to save it for a later date. Will, we are going to do that one, though. I like it. Uh, Reno Khan has a couple questions. I liked the rundown of Phoenix Saga. I agree with most 
you guys made a couple mistakes. I don't think there was a Black Queen before Jean, at least not one introduced in the comics. I believe you are confusing Tessa, Shaw's personal assistant for the Black Queen. It's, that's what I was thinking. Uh, but well, still, it was funny looking. My bad. She wears the exact same outfit as the Black Queen. <laughs> to be fair, if I was Shaw, you bet all my assistants would be wearing that. Two, as per Austin's request, a good story with Hellfire Club that I can remember from the late 80s was Uncanny X-Men number 207 to 209. Number three, a story arc that might be good to cover is Planet Hulk. A friend suggested I read that, and he let me borrow his trade. I enjoyed it. He also let me borrow World War Hulk. What a turd pile that was. Which leads me to my next question. Have you read World War Hulk? Yes, I've read both of those. Have you guys read either of those? It's been a long time. <laughs> Alright, so I've read both of them. Planet Hulk, to maybe jog your memory if you've seen things, Planet Hulk is when he gets slingshotted, slingshotted onto the planet, and there's Kyra, and there's um, this guy, I can't think of his name, but it's basically Gladiator with Hulk. Yeah, that's what I was, that okay. was It's really good, though. Because yeah, I mean, isn't that where he he has, he has falls in love with Kyra or whatever? Yeah. He has the son and mm -hmm. all that shit. He has a son, and he has Scar. And Scar, he, yeah. Um, there's also some side characters that are pretty good. It's a good book. It, it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Hulk story. And in World War Hulk's where he comes back and gets revenge on the Illuminati by making Correct. Manhattan into a giant arena. Where exactly. He fight. Yes, World War Hulk was bad. I, I think I even have the trade. Um, it's because sorry. for some reason whenever Marvel needs good guy villains, they go to Reed Richards and Tony because Tony are will, they're willing to do whatever. They they're also easy, easy at least Tony, they're easy to hate. Yeah. Yeah, I hate Tony. You know what I mean? Yeah, They're Tony's, easy to dislike. Tony's the worst. Because he's cocky. He's cocky. Yeah. He's good looking. He's rich. Like, he's the one you good want looking. to hate. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just hate you him. Want to hate I just hate it because every time they do make them out to be villains, they tend to make them out to be morons. Like, this their justification is isn't as good when it happens specifically. Why are they written as such moronic assholes? Yeah. I don't know. I think the I just whole think civil war every time I think of Tony is an ass or Tony and Reed is assholes and it makes me mad. The whole premise of the whole premise of hey. uh, oh my gosh, I want to talk about so the in general was really bad. So the movie, I know, but what do you want to talk? Never mind. We'll, we'll talk about it. it soon. We'll talk about it soon. Let me watch it next episode. I should have watched it by then for sure. We just Ashley's gone this, this weekend. I've been on call, so I didn't want to pay a bajillion dollars to go to the movies and then get caught in the middle of it. I ha literally had to murder somebody. So <laughs> you you die. <laughs> Hunter just walks in and shoves someone's head in the MRI machine and wraps it in tin foil first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a master debate before we wrap it up. Let's do one of the the four, three or four real good ones we've got today. No let's video game. Let's do Dave. What game you want to talk about? I want to talk about Battlefield 1. and Oh, you want to do video games? So game. many announcements. This All right, let's do, do video games. game talk real quick. Talk about video games, do it. So we got Battlefield 1's announcement, okay. which looks great. <laughs> you I know. Me and Hunter are huge Battlefield fans. I, I, I mean, I've been playing Battlefield longer than you, so shh. I've been playing since freaking Battlefield 1944. All right, you can measure your dicks later. Shh. No, I'm looking it out right now. So, oh, look at that. It hit the floor. Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, Battlefield 1's exciting. I like the fact they're... I was excited to get a World War One game in the first place because there really haven't been too many World War One shooters. Because World War One is fucking messy. Um, it also got played out really quick. 
back in the Medal of Honor days. Yeah, but that was like Medal of Honor Call of Duty were just cranking them out. At they the were World War Two. That was more so. Oh, that's true. It was also. But the thing is, I'm kind of. Current shooters are hitting the problem with modern warfare and on where technology gets so good that in-game features like seeing through walls and crap like that is so common that like it's nice to go back to this old point where you don't have to worry about infrared vision, you don't have to worry about UAVs or anything like yeah, that. Like true. it'll be nice to return to the roots of shooters where everyone's running around blind. That's what you think it's gonna be like a we gotta go back to the past. <laughs> That's hopefully what it will be. Um, it looks cool. I'm hoping they somehow tie Zeppelins into Titan mode. I think that'd be cool to have freaking to blow up an enemy zeppelin. And How all are they shit. gonna get up there? I know that's the problem. I thought of. <laughs> Grappling <laughs> guns? I don't know. It's Fantasy World War One. It'll be cool. Is it Fantasy? World? Yeah, they're doing. A, they're taking all the prototypes from World War One and they're making them real. So we're gonna get like all those tanks that never actually hit the field. All oh, the prototypes. Yeah, okay. all the guns that never actually ended up getting over there in time and stuff like that. So that'll be cool. Um, Titanfall 2's announcement was a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I'm psyched for that. I'm interested in it. I like the first one. Especially if they do a campaign this time around to break out the universe a little more. I think it'll be good. Um, The first one just needed a little bit more content. um, But it was a good game and it was really fun. Uh, Civilization VI got announced this week. I don't give a shit. Sims okay. You can not give a shit. That was your. It's alright every now and then, but I just I can't play it like you guys. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Sims is is my autistic bread and butter. Um, what else was big that got announced this week? Battlefield, Battlefield and Civ were the two huge AAA ones. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, oh, and more Pokemon news. Oh, Pokemon, yeah. That's yeah, we are all cool. psyched for those. Yeah, Moon and Sun coming out. Starters, I don't know if you are. Starters look okay. The fucking owl looks really cute as shit. God, I can't handle it. Every time I see it, I'm just like, he's got a fucking leaf for a bow tie. Yeah, the owl is pretty cute. Both the legendaries look really sick. I, I'm having trouble picking one of the versions based on the mascot alone. Like, because the lion looks really good, but the more I look at the bat, I'm like, that bat looks fucking sick, actually. It's not the, it's not the diamond <laughs> pearl dilemma where you're like, these are some weird ass shaped yeah, monsters. These are basically like wannabe Digimons. Yeah, this is we these actually got really animal cool. shaped Pokemon mascots, which would be awesome. So I, I took the release day off. I'm going to midnight. I'm We're looking forward to that. Fucking love Pokemon. Yeah. Hopefully you meet your true love there, Austin. <laughs> I've been playing... 400 pounds of love. Bra- <laughs> I've been playing Bravely Second. It's a good game. Yeah. Um, well, my only beef with it so far is it reuses basically the entire game of Bravely Default, and but throws on a new storyline. Um, it does do full voice acting and everything, but anyways. I, I, I noticed because every time you play it, I hear squeaky little anime girls. A lot of it. That game is the best about voice acting. Like, every most RPGs you play, like, yeah. what would you say, 90% of dialogue is text, and then, like, get 10% cutscenes. No, Brave of the Fall is the opposite. Like, everything. It's a Square Enix game. It's read out. Yeah, but even in Square Enix, I play a lot of Square Enix games. Yeah. There's a time when There's Square a ton Enix. Of, it, Square Enix is usually half and half. Yeah. Final Wait. Fantasy X was the most mind blowing thing because it had fucking. Um, Almost everything scripted. Yeah. That's yeah. how Bravely Default and Bravely Second are. So Ooh. I do like that. It is fun. Final Fantasy X and X2 came to PC this week, the remasters. Yep, they did. So I'm excited, so I'm, I'm actually going to play through. We got those like two years ago. But we finally got them on P. I don't. I have a PS3, but I mean, I haven't been able to. Like, who, who has a fucking Vita? I, first of all, I played it on PS3, but. You get it, you got it on Vita for free if you bought it on PS3. Actually, that is, that was a good uh, Vita game. I did play it on Vita because for one, your cross save 
So I could play it at home, and then if I had some free time on my lunch break at work or something, a Vita. I could play. I was I was hoping but the Vita also, would take off. It was good because you could grind on your, you know, oh, yeah, you could grind shit. on there. Uh, Stolaris came out this week. That's another game I've been playing the shit out of. That's been really fun. Seems fun. Seems autistic. What are you playing, Drew? Uh, Enter the Gungeon, which is I refunded that. Why? I don't know. It just. The pace of it was so slow. Like, I would kill a boss, I'd get one currency, I'd need six to seven currency to add yeah, one gun to the it's dungeon. it's supposed to be like that. It's a game where you do multiple... You're supposed to die. You're supposed to get oh, better at it. I was... I was oh, I, I'm sorry. You can spend 150 hours in Pokemon, but one hour in a game... I can you, spend 300 in Binding of Isaac, which is the same exact And if you don't suck on the bosses, you get two to three. Yeah. I like... Honestly, no, like, the actual gameplay of Enter the Gungeon was great. It's just I had issues with the unlock rates and all that crap like that. The art, it's easily one of the best animated pixel games I've seen in a long, long time. Um, also, you're one of those scumbags who refunds games, so I can't... I can't. After playing it for an hour? Yeah. If I don't like it, I'm going to refund and get my money back. I, I don't like that. I don't like that, Lesson Smith. You're a scumbag. Okay. You already gave your money. Why you gotta, you? This ain't like the, you think you can come into the 21st century. And Nobody just, makes demos anymore. I know, well, I'm sorry. I would have bought and stuck to the game, but after playing it for an hour, one of the best companies. To... It is true. We don't get enough game demos anymore. That's a good point. I kind of hadn't thought about that. It's we haven't had like, a demo in a very long time. It's more like some of those companies switch to betas instead, yeah. and then the rest of betas. them just, <laughs> and then the rest of them don't do demos. And the Gunshin didn't do any of that. It's not a. It's Enter the Gungeon's not a bad game. It's just not for me. Well, you know, you can go play. You know, by name Isaac. No, <laughs> no, you don't play that either. I, what? Go play. Go play. This is uh, my most played game on Steam. Go play Transportation Simulator or whatever. It's Transport Tycoon. You freaking pleasant fucking Ghost Simulator. <laughs> Ghost Simulator's fun game, man. Yeah, I'm just shit. We got a master debate. Oh, Overwatch is coming out. That's the other game. Oh, I played the beta for that this weekend. It's TF3. Everyone plays the beta. I'm, I'm not going to pretend it's anything more than TF3, but long. it's a good game. It's I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, very too. different from Team Fortress. Yeah. It's right. got multiple classes, and yeah, it's way different. What's okay. master debate, boys? I mean, if you want to compare, and well, it comes out in what next? By the time we do the next podcast. podcast it's going to be out, so we'll we'll definitely talk about what we think once we've had some days I like after long. Plus, there are no hats. This is true. There are no. So hats. go fuck yes. yourself. <laughs> Who do you think would? Win? This is our master debate this week. It has DJ Sunday. Who would win in a fight? The Ninja Turtles or the Power Rangers? Uh, one of them has giant robots. Yeah, the Power Rangers. <laughs> Let's think that they they're both life life size. Okay. For one, that's one fair distinction. <laughs> but let's say like, who would win, Voltron right. or I know that that was my initial thought when I read the email. So here's the the premise I wanted to come up with to make this a more arguable situation. You know, so Drew, 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 who's your one favorite Power Ranger? Kimberly does. Okay, so that was a Pink Ranger, right? Yeah, dude, okay. she's hot as shit. Oh, she was hot as fuck. Let's, I mean, let's not get on tangent, because we'll spend all day talking about how hot fucking Pink Ranger was. This is what happened last time. We talked about stuff. All right, here's a, more, here's a better Master Debate question. Pink Ranger with Mech okay. against the entire qu- okay, okay. quartet of the okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What was her Mech? How are they going to get inside it was a ter- Dude, she would shit all over him. It's a pterodactyl. <laughs> they can't fight. 
fly? Fuck, I'm sure she had a guy that tear down. Okay, let's say they don't have robots. <laughs> no. The Power Rangers still have laser guns. Well, hand-to-hand, <laughs> hand hand, I think the Ninja Turtles win. With no weapons? Yeah, hand-to-hand. Hand. I mean, the, okay. the Power Rangers are all about their creatures. I don't know. The Power Rangers have a lot of experience fighting fucking mutant turtles and shit, so... Uh, well, and we don't know, like, was it Zordon? We don't know what kind of power he granted them. Like, maybe they're super good at punching. We can't really tell. They're fighting giant, retarded monsters. Hand-to-hand combat, no no weapons. Actually, I Beat agree. I agree, because you notice in every single episode... Well, no, I don't know. They can't hand-to-hand fight for shit. They, 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 beat, they beat the shit out of them, and they're like... Rita's like, fuck this, he's getting huge! <laughs> and then they're like, oh shit, he's huge! And yeah. like, good thing we got these giant robots. Exactly. As a That's kid, what made me the most mad was like, they would be wreaking havoc throughout the city, and the big bad would just be laughing in the town square. Why don't you just call your robot in the first place, yeah. squish him like a bug, and get it over with? I think hand-to-hand turtles win. Because they actually know martial arts. Yeah, and they're pretty good size too. We gotta remember, like, if we're thinking like real life, like they're like you know six foot, fucking three hundred pound, but super agile ninjas who are trained in martial arts, who do fight hand hand all the time and don't rely on their fucking robots to do everything. They're not totally radical. They're tubular though. Tubular. They're tubular. This is true. (laughs) I don't know, like. As I said, it's all going to depend because they really... The Power Rangers do seem to punch pretty hard, Hunter Smith. But if the Power Rangers, even one Power Ranger, Dude, Power Rangers got their were... mech, they would win They're... against the whole team of Ninturk. They would... Well, here's the problem. they got to do 15 seconds of arm motion. This That's true. plenty of time for the turtles to jump. Dude, when <laughs> the Power Rangers punch people, I think you're forgetting this sparks and shit come out. <laughs> He's got a point. Like, it's insane. <laughs> Now what's the arena we're talking about? Is it an open field? If it's in the sewers, the turtles obviously have the advantage. I don't know. I think the Power Rangers. Well, that's true because yeah, if it's in the sewers, the Power Rangers can't or the yeah they, they can't, can't use, use the their robots. Pterodactyl. What good's the fucking pterodactyl thing gonna do? I don't know. It's just gonna walk forward and squish the turtles. It wouldn't even sit in the sewer in the first place. I think Voltron versus Power Rangers would have been a better one, probably. <laughs> yeah. I Sadly, though, in most scenarios, Power Rangers <laughs> are going to shell those motherfuckers. All right. That does it for us this week. Continue to send us in good questions and master debates. We'll talk more. We got plenty of master debates saved up. We can't do too much in one episode, obviously. I mean, you master debate too much, you go blind. Is what I always heard. Really? One more. Do one more. I bet I talk. But All right, one more, one more, one more. Come on, that one was quick. Let's. I like my match. <laughs> that one's quick. We got robots. Well, I'll do another quick one. How about that? All right, a quickie. You better not be Hulk versus Superman. So help me. It's another easy competition one from Calderness. Uh, the first one I, of his, I said we're going to save because it's a Civil War question. But his second one is, who wins in a fight between Lex and Norman Osborn? Lex. Are we talking like Dark Rain Norman Osborn or normal day-to-day Norman Any Osborn? Norman you want, any Lex you want. All right, most powerful Norman Osborn is obviously Dark Rain. And with the Iron Patriot yes, suit. Yes, with the Iron Patriot suit, which I think that evens the field a little bit because you have Lex with his power armor versus... Mm-hmm. I, I think Lex also. I think Lex. Lex is just... I, I like Norman, but Norman's more of a madman as opposed to a super genius, whereas Lex is straight up... Fucking both. Yeah. 
I, I agree. I think also Lex has typically proven to create more advanced technology and more impressive technology. Okay, how about this? In a straight-up fist fight, <laughs> shirts off, Louisiana swamp. I think Lex also wins. In a I don't think so. Fight. I think Lex is a fucking gigantic pussy. And I think like, Norman Osborn would cheat and pull out brass knuckles. I don't freak. know. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Norman Osborn's like legitimately crazy. Lex is just kind of like devious. So I think like and he does have the goblin serum. There, okay, scenes. there's like, some he, he, like yeah. there are that's yeah. true. That's true actually. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think about the serum so, that gives him super strength type power. So type. they're in prison, right? God. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Where are we going with this? Lunchroom throwdown, right? I think I think Norman takes it. But I think if you're in that scenario, Lex has already won over every gang leader. Going to beat Norman Osborn is also a good talker. Like, <laughs> but no, Lex is. Uh, capabilities, but I had forgotten about the serum. The goblin serum would hand, hand to hand. I think if they're trapped in their jail cell and it's just them two, slugging it out. Norman wins. Decide who gets the top book. If we're talking like they each have time to prepare and they're ready to, they're they're gonna fight next Friday after the bell rings in the parking lot. Like Lex. if it's I a portal Lex. opens, but now who DC. makes a better chili? <laughs> who the fuck likes Cheez-Its? Yeah, don't forget, guys. <laughs> These don't have to be comics-based, but I don't, we do prefer the comics-based ones. All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> see you guys.